greatest gift God has given this world is the precious gift of grace. Please understand that grace is not a teaching. Grace is a person, the person of Jesus Christ. John 1.17 says, For the law was given through Moses, but grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. Open your spirit and prepare to receive, through Bishop Herb Andrew, God's Word of Grace, which is building you up from the inside out, while positioning you to enjoy the inheritance Jesus paid for with His blood. This is your moment of grace. Hi, I'm Bishop Herb Andrew, and this is your moment of grace. Over the last eight months, this has really been a blessing as we've been able to share on this platform the word of grace that builds us up and gives us the inheritance that our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ desires for each and every one of us to operate with. And I want to thank each and every one of you who have allowed us to grow to the point that we have. We've now reached 5,000 downloads on this podcast and we're celebrating. We're excited about it. And of course, we could not have accomplished that without your assistance. So I want to encourage each and every one of you who are being blessed in and through this podcast to continue to share it, continue to invite your friends, your family members, and those who you care about to be a part of this Moment of Grace podcast, a podcast that lifts up the name of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, realizing that it's in him that we live. It is in him that we move. It is in him that we have our being. So thank you once again for being a part of the Moment of Grace podcast family. We love you and we appreciate your faithfulness to this platform. Now let's look at the Word of God just for a few moments. You know, when you study the Word of God, it is so awesome, so many great stories, so many things that we can apply to our lives, so many great revelations that will literally change the course and the direction of our existence. When you study the Word, you'll find that the children of Israel, the children of God, there were 12 tribes, 12 tribes that are mentioned, the 12 tribes of Israel. And amongst those tribes was one called the sons of Issachar. This particular tribe, they were relatively small in number, but they were noted as men who possessed an understanding of the time. This tribe of Issachar, they were men who knew what God's people ought to do or what they should not be doing at any given moment. This suggests to us that there are certain things that we should do or certain things that should not be done based upon the times or the seasons that we're living in. Just think about it. Not possessing a revelation of the times that we're in, it could have us doing good things, but doing it out of season. And when good things are done out of season, usually it produces negative results that oftentimes have us questioning both the love of God and the faithfulness of God as well. And when you consider all of this, this alone makes understanding the times an extremely significant issue. 
Listen, family, it's important that we know that as believers, we are now literally living in the seventh day. The seventh day actually represents living in the realm of the finished work of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Look at it for a moment. In Genesis chapter number one, beginning at verse number 21, the Bible says, So God created great sea creatures and every living thing that moves, with which the waters abounded according to their kind, and every winged bird according to its kind. And God saw that it was good. And God blessed them, saying, Be fruitful and multiply, and fill the waters in the seas, and let birds multiply on the earth. So the evening and the morning were the fifth day. Now when you look at this, it's obvious that everything man needed to enjoy life, God created by the fifth day. Five is the number of grace, which suggests to us that by grace, everything that man will ever need had already been provided, even though man himself had not yet been created. But then the Bible lets us know that on the sixth day, literally at the end of that sixth day, man himself was created. But man was created in the midst of a finished work. Look at what the word of God says in Genesis chapter number two, beginning at verse number one. The Bible says, thus the heavens and the earth and all the host of them were finished. And on the seventh day, God ended his work, which he had done. And he rested on that seventh day from all his work, which he had done. Then God blessed the seventh day and sanctified it because in this seventh day, he rested from all of his work, which God had created and made. Now here it is on the fifth day, everything that man would ever need in life was already created by grace. God created everything that man needed, and he did so before man was even on the scene. And then on that sixth day, God created man. But notice what the word of God says concerning the seventh day. The Bible says on that seventh day, God rested. Seven is the number of rest. So here it is now, the first full day of man's existence on earth was literally a day of rest. The first full day on earth for man, it was the seventh day of creation, which was literally the day of rest. What are you saying, sir? Well, I'm saying today that the seventh day is a time of rest. Seven is also the number of completion. It was a finished work. The creation process was literally completed. He says it right there in Genesis chapter two and verse one, thus the heavens and the earth and all the host of them were finished. In other words, this seventh day, it speaks of man's original position of resting in that which God has already completed. 
please hear me, please understand today that God has positioned each and every one of us in a place, in a position, in a season of rest. This is the time that we're living in. This is where God has created us, and this is where God would desire for each and every one of us to live our lives. Think about it for a moment. Seven, the number of rest. Seven, the number of completion. The creation process was totally complete, and here it is now that man is thrown in a process where everything he needs is already been provided. I believe that this seven day, it speaks to where we are right now. It speaks to where God would desire for each and every one of us to live. And that is to live our lives resting in that which God himself has already completed. Living our lives resting in that which God has already provided in and through the finished work of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. This is where we were created. And the only thing that interrupted this process was something called sin. Think about it for a moment. As long as man was in Eden, as long as man was in position to flow with the will of God, the Bible says that he was in this position of rest. It is one that was only interrupted by man's sin. His position of resting was interrupted when man chose to go against the will of his father. But this is why, this is why, family, we need Jesus the way that we do. Because think about it. Once Jesus died on that cross, he then paid for each and every one of the sins that any of us have committed. And now, because of what Jesus has done, we have now been restored to a place where sin got us kicked out. Yes, sin had Adam kicked out of Eden, but because of the sacrifice of Jesus on Calvary's cross, spiritually, we have now returned back to Eden. Because of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, we now, as believers, we can now move gracefully right back into the place that God has ordained for us. Because of Jesus' finished work, we now can go back, or we now have been placed back into the original position of resting in that which God has already completed, resting in that which God has already graced us with through the finished work, through the sacrifice of Jesus Christ, our Lord and our Savior. Listen, we're going to pick up on this next week. There's so much that I want to share with you concerning this seventh day, concerning this position and place where God has us, where we as believers, because of the finished work of Jesus, we can literally now rest. We can rest in that which has already been provided for, that which has already been completed by our Father, 
are a God who loved us so much that he was willing to sacrifice his only begotten son. Listen, family, I look forward to sharing more about this next week. So make sure that you tune in next week. Make sure also that you invite someone. Thank you once again for this milestone accomplishment. And we're looking forward now to 10,000. So continue to invite friends, family, co-workers, loved ones, invite them to share with us as we continue to embrace the goodness of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. I love you guys. I bless God for you and enjoy the rest of this day as you have now experienced your moment of grace. Be sure to follow us on our social media platforms by subscribing to our Beacon Light of Homer YouTube channel and following us on Beacon Light of Homer Facebook and Instagram pages. Join us for a life-changing word on Sundays at 9 a.m. and 6 p.m. for our Beacon Light of Homer worship experience or Wednesday on our Grace Reloaded Bible Study at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. Bishop Herb would love to hear from you. Leave your comments and be sure to stay connected by subscribing to this Moment of Grace podcast. If this podcast has been a blessing to you, make sure you share it with your friends and loved ones. Remember, because of His awesome grace, our God is faithful to manifest every blessing and benefit Jesus has paid for through His finished work on the cross of Calvary. Our part is to believe, receive, and enjoy what has already been provided, motivated by His tremendous love. Until next time, this has been your moment of grace. Thank you for sharing on today.